The Journal of Talis Handreg, Episode 5, Entries 26 through 31. A child trips, losing the grasp of her mother's hand. She cries as her mother treats the scraped knee. He watches a Jesse man approach to offer help. The mother sees the man reach for her purse, and her cries for help go ignored as he flees with it. Across the street, a butcher beheads radishes, their screams cut short with the repeated rhythmic knock on the cutting board. His attention is drawn here now. He hears them begging for life. He hears their pleas cut short. Chop. 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 A tunin flies low towards the butcher's stall. As the butcher swings his cleaver at the fiend, it shits on the basket of beheaded corpses. The butcher doesn't notice the shit. Chop. 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 Two, sixteen, sixteen, twenty. I am a man apart. The city swells with cruelty, each of them feigning good citizenship while carving a path of their own self-interest. It's everyone. Men, women, children, Talman, Greenland, Quinns, Jesse. All races, all beings. The Gavins left us a people with cursed hearts and innate malignancy. God arrived as a savior, offered them utopia, and was slain in thanks. Did Lansing know? He must have. He had the relics. He had the books. Was it their charm that fueled his success? I've stopped eating entirely. Sleep is a passing thought as well. My body is withering, yet I still stand sustained. They bestow me with a blessing both unwanted and undeserved. I am their thrall, here to do their bidding so that God might again sit on its throne. 2, 16, 16, 20. Utopia still stands, unassuming and overgrown deep within Yistiak, the city at the center of the expanse. Oddly enough, Yistiak was the destination of that queer cabin mate I met on my way here. Though she never directly confessed as much, her goal was to reach a place she called the Keep. She spoke of it constantly while she slept, as if she were gripped by obsession. I now find myself drawn to this place as well. Anxious as I am of being in the company of others, I dare not traverse the expanse by foot. Travel by locomotive is a necessity, and I estimate it will require substantial funds to secure passage even in a cargo unit.
The relics tell me that we can be fixed. That the world can awaken as I have. And that it is my destiny, my destiny, to make as much happen. The urgency of this work consumes me. And I find myself inclined towards acts I once loathed in order to restore humanity. Petty theft suits me poorly, but I can think of no other recourse. Three, one, sixteen, twenty. I can no longer distinguish my will from that of the relics. My sense of self has dissolved, as has much of my memory. I keep record in you, journal, because it remains the only beacon to direct me home from their void. Today, I killed a man. I believe it was the first time. I find it shocking, not because it goes against my diminished ethical grain, but because the likelihood of having the capacity to overpower even a child in my gaunt state seems low. My old associate, the pawnbroker, caught me intruding upon his shop late this evening. He gripped my wrist, still buried in the register, and in an instant I grew overcome by anger. With my free hand I hit him, so hard it would seem my wasted arm would shatter. Instead, to my disbelief, the man crumbled to the floor unmoving and with a head concave where he had been struck. I know not how I came to muster such strength, but can only assume it sprung from the same source that has been keeping me alive despite a year without nourishment. With the shopkeep slain, I had no need for resuming theft at a negligible scale. I took all that he had, more than enough to secure passage to Yistiak, and will arrange for travel tomorrow. 3 2 1620. I'm sitting, once again it seems, in a boxcar destined for a distant place. Of my first travels, I have no recollection. I'm aware of them only through missives I wrote a year or more back. I am singular in the task the relics have set me upon, to restore them, and in turn free us all from the punishment for the sins of the Gavin. I obtained enough wealth to afford a boxcar of my own and procured clothes and luggage so that I appear a man with some money and reason for travel, but not so lavish as to draw unwanted attention. I've prepared a story based on what I understand to be my old self. I 
I'm a traveling salesperson, engineering unique contraptions and in search of investment for their patent. An associate recommended a contact in an Eastiac. I haven't been given a name, only a series of instructions to gain his or her interest passively. <laughs> I've packed a box full of supplies in a collection of the constructs I assume I produced early during my time in Eric. <laughs> I suppose I should find relief in moving on from that city. But in truth, I feel nothing other than an inevitable draw southwest. 3, 14, 16, 20. I know not what to expect in Eastiac. I've done no research on the city and haven't any inclination as to where I should go once I arrive. I can only trust that the draw, incessant and at times painful, will lead me to the gate described in the few excerpts I removed from those ancient tomes. From there, I have no doubt the relics will guide my hand completely. 3, 16, 16, 20. <laughs> Heavy scent of decay emits from the cabin across from mine. I've been amusing myself during travel by keeping watch on its passenger, a dumpy, shambling woman who speaks little and covers herself almost entirely. At first I thought her prone to drinking, then under consumption by some wasting disease. My assumption this morning was that she'd died a day or two ago, yet just now, well beyond the turn of midnight, I heard voices from behind her door, one unmistakingly belonging to her, and two others that sounded like sickly children. I am intrigued, if not nauseated, by both the source of the smell and her travel mates. Whom I've yet to see. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Journal of Telus Handreg, written, narrated, and orchestrated by Owen Ambrose, based on the board game Relics of the Keep by Damian Providenti and Owen Ambrose. For more information on Relics of the Keep, visit www.relicsofthekeep.com.